Do you have a light? Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Smoking Porch Podcast. I'm greeted today by a very special guest. Um, you are probably familiar with her if you've tuned into one of our most popular, most chaotic episodes, the Andysville Horror, which occurred the night after Halloween on a bit of a bender, I must say. <laughs> um, but... Uh, she's one of my oldest she is my oldest friend um and my dearest and I just love her so much but I'm greeted by Emma Kelly's on the pod hi Emma hello everyone (laughs) I'm on the pod I was about to say for my first time because I didn't remember the very first time that well (laughs) none of us do time um yeah I'm excited to be here I'm very flattered she asked me to be on it and I'm a little I was a little nervous just because I was like wow this is this is kind of fancy you know oh people are hearing my inner thoughts <laughs> so I hope you guys enjoy that <laughs> Emma I really want to crack open that Pandora's box of all of your inner thoughts oh god <laughs> you need therapy when you can talk to me for an hour and a half <laughs> well guys I'm really glad um we actually tried to start recording a little earlier, but we had some technical difficulties and we were almost going to struggle through it, but this I'm really glad we didn't. And I just got to tell you right now what Emma's wearing. This is a sober episode, by the way. I just want to tell... <laughs> she's showing what she's wearing. I just want to tell everyone right now, I've done very, frankly, few sober episodes, but Emma and I are like peanut butter and jelly together. Um... And I want you to know we are on nothing. <laughs> you know? This is all natural. All natural. Um, but I got to lay the foundation a little bit. Um, I was drinking a very healthy mint chocolate chip smoothie, which is much healthier than you'd think. It had a bunch of weird additives and shit. And now I'm drinking a Celsius. And Emma is drinking a V8. <laughs> energy baby Bog yourself um, on the head sponsor me <laughs> i drink you sometimes <laughs> if there's nothing else better <laughs> dude v8s man i should have had a v8, oh. had a v8. <laughs> kill me dude um and she is wearing a shirt that i we we decided i bought her this it's been a long time but Emma's wearing a shirt with that like little shrimpy man from the Princess Bride on it. I don't know his name, but like, is he like a no servant? <laughs> what is he? Is he like a knight? Um, I've only seen that movie. I think once, he just so. does side jobs. I don't think he's a knight. <laughs> he's like there for the occasional one line. Yeah, I think he just tricks people out of money and their treasures. Um. Yeah, I don't I don't really know what he is because he's not really like a pirate. No. I don't know. Well, I don't know. I actually have I've seen I saw the movie once like in high school, so I can't really talk like I know it that well. But yeah, she's wearing a shirt with a big screen print of that guy's face on it, and it just says Inconceivable <laughs> <laughs> on top. <laughs> Wait, could you do it better than that? I wanna um, <laughs> You know, I, I can try. <laughs> oh, I go for it. Let let her rip. 
inconceivable. Oh, yours is better than mine. <laughs> also, I would love to touch on the fact that yes. this is not the shirt that I was going to wear today, oh, but I, I did wear it because I was like, well, Camille made it for me, so it's still funny. I but did I, make it for you. That's what I was thinking. I was yeah. like, no way I bought that online. And that was made. <laughs> yeah, I feel like it was. <laughs> um, But the sh- original shirt I was going to wear is my um Charlie Day shirt uh, that says wild card on the back. And it's like cropped super short, which is like would also have just been funny for me to be wearing today because like have a little under boob coming out yeah uh but yeah no because I thought that would be a good uh segue because I I I don't want to give anything away but I do think that with our later topic we could touch on Brian our volleyball (gasps) camp coach so I was like oh it would be perfect and I couldn't find it Oh. I don't know why I don't have it framed somewhere, but that sure. You, if you got rid of that, I will drive up there and kill you. I don't think I did. I think I just need to do some digging. <laughs> no, I, it's pro- I know that I still have mine somewhere too. So you guys, again, Emma and I have been friends for, I think we figured out 15-ish years. Um, And in high school, we went through like a really big... We've always been like goofy. I mean, like, I'm not going to say we weren't like attractive in our representative ways, but like, we really <laughs> relied on the humor. <laughs> and I am going to say we weren't attractive because we really weren't. We both have blown up quite a bit. She yes. she was coming from a better Absolutely. place than I was. <laughs> but we were like so funny. We were so fucking funny. And we loved It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, like the early seasons. Um, and I think it's the episode is the gang solves the gas crisis. It's like the best episode. <laughs> I think that is it. <laughs> but they like delegate roles, like they're on the A team. Um, Frank is no okay. So Charlie is the wild card. Mm-hmm. Dennis is the looks. Mac is the muscle. Who's Frank? he's not the brains anyway there was someone who was frank i think i don't remember what frank is like like my brain is like you would think that he'd be the wild card and then d is the stupid bitch but because we like had some internal misogyny we didn't have a d in our a team but me and emma and two of our other friends on our volleyball team made shirts with representative characters faces on it um, and then on the back, it said the title. So I had a like neon green shirt with like Dennis Reynolds on the front, like huge his face, like, oh, <laughs> looking confused. <laughs> and the back said the looks. And then Emma had one with Charlie and hers was, yours was orange. Mm-hmm. And it said the wild card on the back. And I just have to say, I'm not going to like delve into the whole story. Maybe I will. I don't know. But the first time that like I got to third base with a man <laughs> in college, <laughs> this is how naive I was this guy that I had a crush on like comes over to watch the Sherlock Holmes movie with me and Emma she had a guy come too actually she invited both of them for herself (laughs) (laughs) wait wait, Sherlock Holmes I thought that was the Austin Powers night it was we watched both because we watched what a weird combo (laughs) we watched Sherlock Holmes and then Austin Powers. And I remember that my boy was like, 
does that make you horny baby and i like still didn't read into it but he's like oh man i'm so tired i don't want to go back to my dorm an eighth of a mile away so i was like (laughs) i was like you can sleep in my room and i was like said to her guy that um he can sleep in her room so my ass made him a bed on the ground with blankets (laughs) i was like you can sleep here (laughs) and then i changed into my dennis reynolds shirt from my party outfit because i was like a sleep shirt and i thought it was funny i guess and then one thing led to another and we had a very awkward weird hookup and i was wearing that shirt and he was being stared at by dennis the whole time the end (laughs) what a great story (laughs) i should have worn that shirt but anyway i think that is actually a really good segue why don't you tell everyone about brian (laughs) you want me to tell everybody about yeah you're the guest it was your idea i think okay so Camille, what year were we, were we in high school? I guess was, we went to that camp every year, right? Yeah, but Brian was the year before our senior year because okay. we like kind of felt like adults. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. No, that is right. Because I remember when we came to the U of I camp, we're like, you know, this campus is really beautiful and we should go to college here. <laughs> that was like an actual conversation we had. <laughs> so when me and Camille were in high school, um, we went to a U of I volleyball camp um every summer uh so we ended up going to the u of i volleyball camp summer after junior year right before senior year so fun it was so fun it was so fun it was honestly the best time which i don't want to like get too off topic here but that did make me think of the shower story which i do (laughs) can or cannot share it i don't know how much you you entered we got a lot of time dude we got all the time in the world i mean that's a lie get together and i'm sure other people feel this a lot We've known each other for so long and we have so many funny stories together that it is like almost impossible to get through a conversation about something before me or Camille are telling a funny story about like high school or college or I don't even know even we're like or even like last week or when we're children yeah Yeah, it's like everything. Okay, we're benchmarking Brian. What are they talking about? We're benchmarking Brian will return. Sorry listeners but you should be used to it by now. Um so that year it was that same year right yes so we, we stayed in like the worst dorms at the university of idaho um the wallace dorms if you're familiar and I, I think we had an extra room like maybe maybe like a couple of girls dropped out last minute or whatever but like an hour or two before dinner after the camp i took a spare i i think maybe our friend was in that room by herself but she was sleeping with us maybe but she had a key I don't know but I took her key so I could get in the shower (laughs) I left my phone behind and I go into this spare room that no one else is in and no one else has a key to (laughs) and I go into this like tiny shitty like brick not brick but like dimly lit gross tile bathroom with a sliding door um and it was really cre- like it, they really are creepy bathrooms they were creepy there's probably like a five by five bathroom like dark I remember it so well because it like traumatized me it was like dark brown tile like flickering light basically 
It did have flickering lights. That's not like that's not an exaggeration. The lights were flickering, and they weren't like fluorescent. They were like yellow. (laughs) It was gross. I think that's called poor people lighting, which I have poor people lighting in my house. I want to feel like I'm under poor people. I think you you're under a rich bitch lighting. You're very well illuminated. Um, no, but because the bathroom was so grimy and creepy and it was like cold in there, you guys, um, I left my towel on the bed outside the door. (laughs) And so I take like a crappy little shower, whatever. As I try to leave, I realize that I'm locked inside. (laughs) Like, that would be so scary. Like, I'm... You don't even get the comfort of a towel. <laughs> no, I didn't have a towel. I didn't have my phone. No one else had a key. And I didn't like announce I was going over there either. Like everyone is just like messing around and taking their own showers. So I'm like, okay, I'll go get one of my own. Yeah. I think I had to like dry myself off with like one ply paper. I'm like shivering <laughs> and wet. I don't have a towel. I, it gets so bad, dude. I consider breaking down the door and I also <laughs> try, I like, of course I couldn't have pulled it off by like having my head that I could potentially pull my weak and heavy self up to the vent to crawl naked through the vent <laughs> to get out. Like, can you imagine? <laughs> it's like you get up to him and you're like in the vent like a movie scene because they're always crawling through vents in movie scenes and I'm always like, that is so unrealistic because even if you could fit there's no way that vent would hold up your weight it's for air <laughs> just fall through I'm actually looking at a vent that's like right here like maybe I could never crawl through it maybe I could like lodge my body into it and get stuck like with my ass out like I'm in some weird porn <laughs> oh that's like my worst fear is like really small space being trapped in really small spaces like I can't do it I'm not like super claustrophobic. Like I could like shut myself in a closet playing hide and seek and be like, I'm cool with this. I know I'm safe. But like if someone were like, Emma, go in that little round tube and try to get to the other side, I'd be like, no, stop it, stop it. Stop it, stop it. I I, I think that I might like saw trap you by just shoving shoving you in like a small pipe. Oh my God. But like really it is kind of like stepmom stuck in the vent vibes. What do you do? (laughs) Okay, I'm sorry. I'm not gonna like. Is that how the situation felt when you were trapped in that? Hell no. There was nothing erotic about it. Felt vulnerable. I was like in cold, naked panic. Also, did you mention the door? Because the door is such an important part. Like how it was like a giant industrial metal door that slid to the side, and that's why it was stuck. Yeah, I thought that it was wood. You remember the story better than me. I think I like maybe repressed it or something but yeah it was metal and it like came off the hinge and I was long story short you guys I was trapped in that bathroom for like I think an hour or so I like having a panic attack specifically remember the moment we were all like where's Camille (laughs) because we were just like sitting and like talking about dumb things and we were like all showered and in our pajamas and I'm pretty sure we had like a deck of cards and we were sitting there then pretty soon I was like (laughs) something seems weird <laughs> I'm like where's Camille and like, I don't know star. and then someone said oh she went to go shower in that spare bedroom and I was like what spare bedroom <laughs> and 
no, it was... me, and lo and behold, Camille was trapped in there, just like yelling for help. I I was yelling and I was like banging on the door. I was like kicking it. I was like trying to rip it off the hinges. I was like kind of feral in there, but I was like, how the fuck? I mean, it really probably listeners, you're gonna think, oh, you guys are very much exaggerating. It was scary. Anyway. <laughs> thank you for for bringing it up I I, you know what when I was um like I'm imagining myself like slick and naked and cold and I'm thinking about like Frank from it's always sunny that's like gif or scene where he like is all oiled up and he like slides out of the couch (laughs) (laughs) I do remember that scene I think he's like make me pure felt in there like crouching on the floor of this cold bathroom anyway brian <laughs> okay <laughs> sorry guys we got a little distracted there um, i just felt like that story needed to be shared mm-hmm. so back to brian um brian was one of our coaches uh that like we got like paired with at the u of i volleyball camp so like this was our first time meeting brian um and i want to say he was probably <sighs> camille would you say I would say he was in his early 40s. Late, I feel like late, that, maybe late 30s? I would say early 40s. I, I felt like he 40s. gave off the maturity of early 40s. Yes. Anyways, um, me and Camille were obsessed with him because he was super, super funny. And he was like, I don't know. He had like this like swag about him. Mm-hmm. And you would think that me and Camille were talking about like this like super gorgeous like young 40s George Clooney type and we're not no (laughs) not at all like (laughs) like, if you were to just like see Brian on the street you probably wouldn't have even like paid him any mind like he was a very like average looking guy and he was like a little bit heavier set like and it I don't even think he had like really like an athletic body type like I mean (laughs) like, like like shoulders to to waist ratio like I, I don't know. thought he kind of looked a little bit like a like cartoon hedgehog or something yeah like he kind of he really did <laughs> actually that's like a perfect way to describe him honestly he had like spiky hair and little eyes but we were in love with him yes and I don't know he had like a great sense of humor and he was super super witty which I feel like is like huge for me and his sense of humor was, was dry as well yeah and I think he was also like kind I don't want to say mean he was kind of mean in a like good way like the <laughs> way that way. I like yes and also um what I think the main reason for maybe our attraction to him was because we were fascinated with him and our friends were too it's like I think that we were like right on the cusp of adulthood and this like real adult he like let us be in on the joke he'd like make yeah. fun of people with us and would like tell us funny things that didn't seem like he was like pandering to kids you know? Yeah, he would like make fun of like, like he made fun of our moms, I think. <laughs> like it was like honestly hilarious. Like, yeah, he would like fat shame girls on the other team and like say that they were like <laughs> I don't want to say like ugly, but he would like he had really like pointed funny jokes about people. And me and Emma when we weren't playing and kicking ass, we'd like be on the sideline just like yucking it up with Brian. We loved him. And dude, I think I told you this, but I saw him at Costco a couple of years later. You did? I, oh, I recognized him, but he just walked on by. <gasps> it broke my heart. I don't think I'd ever recover. 
worst rejection of my life honestly damn it's worse than anything honestly if that happened to me I would consider that the worst rejection of my life yeah I mean I don't think that I like said like hey Brian do you remember me and you know I don't even think I talked to him but I think I like smiled and maybe waved and he like didn't register and I'm like "Ah." you know what's kind of I thought we were best friends I wonder if later it came to him because sometimes that happens to me like if I see someone and they're like, oh, hi, Emma. And I'm like, oh, hi. And I'm like, I do not remember this person's name. Where do I know them from? And then like, it'll like literally hit me like in the middle of the night. And I'll be like, oh my gosh, oh. that was Susie from art class 100. <laughs> like, it's really weird. It was like, it's almost like a delayed, like when I haven't seen someone for a long time, then I'm like, okay, I kind of recognize them, but I don't know where. I know. I feel like, I mean. So maybe that happened. Maybe, maybe we, remember you. yes, thank you. Thank you for restoring hope. I don't know if that's true. <laughs> Emma, I like to think that, think that that happened. Thank you for bolstering my confidence. But the reason that we bring up Brian at all is because we want to talk about a very special man to our heart. Well, there's a couple we could talk about, but I actually have one I'm thinking of right now. Skylar, your grace dude get out of my mind (laughs) get out of my head (laughs) okay so I don't really know how to describe it I don't think like we have like a term for this kind of person but there's like Brian is this way this what sexy (laughs) stupid (laughs) continue (laughs) they are sexy so Emma and I have had these like joint fascinations with like a very specific type of man basically since our puberty years as like it could be like some sort of daddy issue but I don't think our fathers have been like this so maybe we wanted more I don't know but we like these I don't know. like they're like very big generally kind of overweight generally facially not that gorgeous but like fun jokey cocky large presence men yes like we had a crush on this guy and when we were in college that was an RA of one of the dorms that wasn't ours but like we were familiar with him he was like six five probably like 300 pounds like he was a big person and he like wore like a bright was it orange or was it blue he wore like a bright puffy jacket oh I almost want to say orange I think it was orange. And then he wore backwards hats. And he got like dark hair and like freckles. His name was Skylar. And he just was like this very big presence. And Emma and I called him. We didn't know him. He did he would not have known him. <laughs> I love him. how nerdy this sounds now. Like as we're like speaking it. It is so funny. Like people are gonna be listening and go, You guys are really cool in college. <laughs> well, now I'm afraid to say know. it. Now I'm afraid to say it. Okay, well, he didn't know us. I think that we, like, tried to talk to him a few times, but, like, he certainly didn't, like, register us in any way. But we called him Your Grace. (laughs) And when one of us would be, like, in the cafeteria and he'd show up, we would text the other one and say, Your Grace is in the cafeteria. (laughs) Oh, it's so embarrassing. Oh, man. But, like, if anybody told me that they did that when they saw me mm-hmm. and not 
in a way of like making fun of me <laughs> I would they be weren't. like yeah that's exactly the thing is like I would just be so flattered I'd be like wow like it, what it was, an impact I made on these girls <laughs> it was like just out of the purest admiration and mm-hmm. love for him really we didn't like we never said a single bad thing about like his weight or his appearance it only made him better and didn't we hear about like him getting in didn't he get engaged in college? <sighs> and Did we he? were like devastated. Ugh. I was like, whatever. That bitch I was like in a bad me. mood. <laughs> yeah. Like whatever. Well, you know what? Maybe it didn't work out. Maybe he's gonna listen to this and be like, I kinda remember those girls and man, I don't get the love that I used to. Maybe he'll look us up. Skylar. Like we'd, uh, we'd have to find him. Like, I mean, this is a long shot, but I'm like Maybe Ariana Georgialis follows him on Facebook because, like, he was, like, the RA for the tower. <laughs> Holy shit. I remember we used to look him up on Facebook. Um, Friend of the pod, last guest, Ariana, if you're listening, if you have a connection to Skylar, hit us up. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I think, I don't know. I think a really w- good way to describe Skylar, so this comedian that I love that I'm very attracted to, who's kind of similar. His name's Chris Stefano. He was like on Girl Code on MTV and now he's like more stand-up-y. But mm-hmm. I was listening to him on his podcast um, talking about how like, yeah, I'm not perfect. Like I have insecurities too, blah, blah, blah. Like I know I don't have the perfect body, but my my wife told me, are you kidding? You're what every girl wants. You're the type of guy that picks up kids and throws them in the pool. And I was like, that's what I want. <laughs> yes, that's exactly. Yeah. Okay. I remember us having this conversation. You told me about this and I was like, why does that make so much sense? Like, Ryan like, would does. throw us in the pool. Skylar would throw us in the pool. Oh, Tesla man would throw us in the pool. <laughs> I was like, you're missing one. <laughs> okay, guys, before you carry on. Please don't leave for real, but leave for a second and Google, you know, I'll probably link it in the show notes just to make sure you have the exact what we want. Yeah. Cause there- when I Googled it earlier, I said, Oh, Tesla man. And it showed some <laughs> weird current commercial. And I'm like, this See, is I- not what I want. <laughs> I Googled Oh, Tesla man pool and it did come up, but, um, yeah. So go look it up. Yes. Okay. But at this point, you've watched the commercial. What's so funny is I was on Otesla because I have psoriasis. I was on Otesla for four years, and I never saw this commercial. I never heard a peep about it. And then Emma's like, you know, (laughs) I'm in love with the man in the Otesla commercial. (laughs) And I had brought it up to various people and nobody knew what the heck I was talking about and I'm like you know the pool commercial with the guy he has the rubber ducky and everybody's like I I don't know Emma and I'm like whatever so I tweeted it one time I I could see if I could find the tweet actually it was a long time ago because this is this has been a long time you can do advanced search I'm gonna just do twitter advanced search save us some time hold on that, um, that would save some time. Twitter advanced search. What's your account? What's your Twitter name? Is it E Kelly? E F K underscore Lou. Okay, it's from E F K. I love like 
hidden accounts. Not so hidden anymore. EFK Lou and did you say Otesla, perhaps? I'm sure I have you. <laughs> I guess they're like promoting this like this medicine. I know people are like, she's just trying to get followers. And I'm it's, like, I'm very happy with my 303. Thank you very much. It's EFK Lou. EFK underscore Lou L O U. I tried that. EFK. Good luck finding that account, employers. <laughs> okay, and the word, I'm going to look up. Okay, exact words. I'm going to say Otesla man pool want. Want? <laughs> ah! Okay. Um, you actually tweet a lot about pools. <laughs> Um, what's pretty funny is I don't maybe you deleted it dude I'm seeing five tweets about no way it was way too funny like that okay I'm gonna continue to look okay no hold on (laughs) don't keep looking (laughs) I gotta find it but honestly I just want to remember like what I said in it like I'm really curious okay well while you're looking I'm gonna give a lick I'm gonna discuss the pod with or not the pod the pool commercial with the listeners a little bit um so guys hopefully you watched it from the show notes or you know had the foresight to google Otesla pool man commercial but there's like this kind of soft-bodied handsome 45 year old man that has moderate to severe psoriasis. <laughs> Sounds like exactly like the commercial. <laughs> that is at, I watched it before this to prepare. Um, he's at like a nice backyard pool party. And like, there are some kids in the pool. They like toss him like a floaty with a duck on it. And he like puts it around his waist. And he like kind of goes like, wah, wah, wah. <laughs> and then he jumps in the pool and he makes a big splash because that's his moment. <laughs> And, and then he like swims over to like this pretty lady on the side and like you know this is a ad for medicine so it's a pharmaceutical commercial so like he's not actually talking but he's like being charming with this pretty lady on the side and she's like obviously digging his vibe and then he's like enough of you bitch and then he swims to the other side of the pool and there's two women they're like a little less haughty than the other one like one of them kind of looks like lena dunham but they're sitting together on the pool with their feet in the pool and they part like the red sea i love that they part like that's <laughs> hilarious to me and i also want to i just want to know like what like are those okay i guess if i was assuming they would be like other parents at the yeah. pool party you know uh-huh. like I'm, I'm guessing it's like a backyard barbecue and it's like at someone's pool and they're like other parents that are there which also I sounds like, nice. I wish I could be with a Tesla man, but me too. Alas. But you know what, dude? I actually don't know if either of us could be with him because I think he's like too busy slaying puss. Honestly. I I completely agree. <laughs> like all the women are like transfixed by him, and I don't blame them. He is the life of the party. I like. What do you think his backstory is? Maybe he's like a single dad, not a widow. Maybe recently, not divorced either. What's his story? His wife's on vacation? He's cheating. I, I can't find the tweet, so I don't know. I'm, I'm just going to look for it later. Um, Send it to me if you find it all. 
post it. The story behind him. Yeah, I agree that I feel like he would be a single dad. Um, you know, but like, I feel like he would be like, maybe he got separated. Oh, you know, okay. Maybe he never even got married. Mm. Right. So maybe like him and this lady had a kid, but then like things didn't work out because she like cheated on him or something. Although I don't know why you would do that. (laughs) No, I obviously I don't either. He's got the confidence of a God. In the body of Skylar, the RA. <laughs> what more could you want? <laughs> what more could you want? Oh my god, I could talk about these men all day. You love Vince Vaughn too, don't you? Who doesn't? Well, <laughs> when I would ask. In the episode with Julia, friend of the pod and very good friend of ours, Julia, she likes Vince Vaughn, but she didn't like seem as into him as I would have expected really yeah julia if you're listening we think you should have been more into vince vaughn (laughs) that's all i gotta say i watched zoolander with my mom um a couple weeks ago i like held her down and waterboarded her and like forced her to watch it because it's my favorite movie you introduced me to it thank you um i grew up watching zoolander like i probably the first time i probably watched zoolander i was like 10 because like i was the youngest of my all my siblings so i basically just gotta i just had to i just had to learn how to hang and watch all the older movies and you know what i loved them no i mean (laughs) you were obviously very mature and well cultured (laughs) (laughs) No, but in Zoolander, when um, Derek goes back to mining country <laughs> to, like, connect with his family who hates him, and one of his brothers is Vince Vaughn, and he doesn't have any like, any lines at all. It's so funny. I always forget that he's in that movie. <laughs> well, he is, but he's not. Like, he doesn't say anything. It just, like, shows him, like, twice looking stupid, and he has, like, the spiky black hair. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what a man, what a man, what a man, what a man, man. I gotta watch that movie again. And I feel like I just, like, I just watched it not that long ago, but. I will never tire of it. I think it's the funniest, funniest, funniest movie in the world. And I wish that I lived in Hansel's, um, like, loft thing. (laughs) oh we all do (laughs) that would be so awesome that scene that 10 minute ish scene when they're at uh, Hansel's apartment and they like talk about why Mathilde hates um, models and her eating disorder and then they like all have the orgy and then Derek like realizes that he's in love with Mathilde and he's like Hansel I think I might be falling for Mathilde and he's like, whoa, dude, I, of course you are. Like, the energy between you was crazy in the mud room. <laughs> and then Derek is like, I know, when she was sandwiched between the Finnish dwarves and the Maori tribesmen, I thought, wow, I could really spend the rest of my life with this woman. There's so many funny scenes in that movie like and it's like one of those movies where like I can watch it and I laugh just as hard as the first time when I saw the movie like it's so funny 
I don't I know. I won't lie, though. The first time I watched it, which I think was with you, the first time I watched it, I didn't like it. And then the second time, I was like, it was like glow stick broke in my mind, and I became enlightened. <laughs> I think it's like, a, it's like a certain sense of humor, for sure. It's like, you have to, like, going into it, you have to be like, this is going to be so full of like dumb humor like I just you have to like almost like mentally prepare for it and then when you watch it it makes it that much more funnier because it's not like necessarily I wouldn't say it's like basic humor but to me it's like the delivery of the humor yeah so it's, like how they say their jokes and the timing that's what makes it so funny to me and I love the facial expressions dude comedic timing is everything for real like I know that it's on. So I have never sent an outline to any guests on my podcast before. I do do outlines for all of them, but I sent one to Emma last night because I was super baked and I thought it was hilarious. But something I do want to talk about in terms of comedic timing, um, which was on my outline, is Tucker Carlson talking about <laughs> the fucking M&Ms again. <laughs> like... Oh my god. I just I don't even know what to say about it. It it is so funny to me though. When I saw your tweet about it, I started laughing so hard because I'm like it is hilarious. Like every time I watch the clip, I laugh. I'm like why are you so upset? Honestly, I mean like I'm not a Fox News watcher. I'm not going to claim to be, but like his comedic timing is pretty good. <laughs> I, I've seen him say other stuff that I thought was funny too. Like, that's funnier than SNL right now. <laughs> you know? Okay, guys, I I have to play it for you. I'm going to have some more weird, shitty phone quality sound, but we need this for reference. So, um, just so you know, the M&Ms, <laughs> those woke M&Ms, <laughs> released some new campaign photos, <laughs> and Tucker Carlson from Fox News is heated about it yet again. Because, like, last year or the year before... The sexy green and Eminem got like thicker limbs and like yeah. heads instead of the boots. <laughs> right. I like, I feel like this just keeps coming up. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, God damn it. This is the bane of my existence. Which is funny too. Like you can tell he's in on the joke at this point. But yeah, he was mad about that. He's like, why do we have to make it was kind of like the desexification of Lola Bunny? It's like, let her have the boots. Because she's kind of serving in those boots. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, no, I'm not going to lie. I, I like the boots. <laughs> I like the boots. No one asked for those kids. But anyway, this came out like yesterday or the day before, you guys. Um, It's all over Twitter. And that's all I know about it. I I don't watch the show, but you got to listen. Woke M&M's have returned. The green M&M got her boots back, but apparently is now a lesbian, maybe. <laughs> and there's also a plus-sized, obese purple M&M's. We're going to cover that, of course, because that's what we do. Because that's what we do. Plus-sized, <laughs> well, obese like, M&M's. The purple, the purple M&M is obviously a peanut M&M. I'm like, why does he call it obese? I'm like, what? Like, it, it almost seems like it's, like, fake, I guess, to me. And I it, think that he like seems in on the joke because when he says because that's what we do but it's like that is so he has to be because I mean I don't know <laughs> I, lo- I loved when he was like the green M&M's got her boots back but 
I guess she's a lesbian now, maybe. <laughs> and I'm like, that kind of sounds like something I would say on this. <laughs> It, it it is it is really funny like when you tweeted about it I was like oh my god I keep seeing stuff about this too and it is so funny to me well last night I will say like for a little like, clarification I took an edible that hit me a very certain type of way and it was very fun but I, it was like the kind of high where like you just look at your phone and like everything's hilarious like I was watching TikToks. I was laughing out loud at like dumb tweets. And that was one of them. But I'm like, that video is the funniest thing I've seen in weeks. Honestly, it is. It is really funny. I don't know. I don't know. I was going to be in the outline. I just started cackling. I won't beat a dead horse, but (laughs) no, guys, the outline that I sent Emma is just like so funny. I was like, look what we're going to talk about. It says intro, Tucker Carlson Eminem segment. Oh, Tesla man. Tell people to pause and watch the ad before they listen. Body type, swag, pulling bitches in a nice way. <laughs> in a nice way. I love that you added that. <laughs> and then it says personal style, which will be our next topic. And then other hijinks. <laughs> oh my God, so funny. Um. So I don't, I don't think I like really explained this to you very well, Emma, but I do really want to talk to you about it because I think that you've always, I mean, it has evolved and changed over the years, but I think you like have a very consistent, fun way of expressing yourself of like more so than probably anyone else I know. Like you've got a really set personal style. Thank you. It's the truth. You dress cute, but I saw this like TikTok um, that I could potentially link so people understand, but she's like a celebrity stylist or something. And she says that like every celebrity that has a really good personal style, it can be boiled down to like three words across their outfits. So like I can't think of like a specific example, but like let's pretend it's Sarah Jessica Parker, you know, and hers would be like eclectic, vintage. No, that was my first word. Like that's funny. Mine are gonna be eclectic. I guess my um style is eclectic vintage and (laughs) and uh, Camille. What were you say for the third one? (laughs) Okay, well you get the gist. So it could be three three words. (laughs) That is hilarious. Okay, well you're stealing one of the examples. (laughs) I just had to say something. I was taking Sarah Jessica Parker's look. <laughs> oh my if god, that is anything like Sarah, Sarah Again, Jessica get out of my mind. <laughs> no, I set up camp there. Like that episode of SpongeBob where Plankton goes into SpongeBob's brain. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes. And <laughs> then he like, he like, like, you remember when he sticks in the things and he's like, <laughs> the levers and then he takes it to the chum bucket and he's like spongebob this is my lab and he like walks into a room with like a big tv screen with like a labrador on it (laughs) and it's like and this is my laboratory (laughs) what guy will never not make me laugh my sense of humor is just so goddamn dumb i'm like I like laugh out loud at that, obviously. Okay. It is so funny. Your three words. I'm sorry. I'm getting off base. Okay. 
So I guess, so when you asked me this question, I guess sent me the outline last night. <laughs> it did make me start like thinking like, yeah, what would my style be like in just three words? So I came up with, and no, I didn't steal this from Sarah Jessica Parker. <laughs> eclectic retro and different oh so, okay elaborate you guys want to pick my brain and get inside this style guru yeah <laughs> um I would say like I picked eclectic probably because I like looking like various places for like inspiration for like style um and I like looking at like various like celebrities and like high fashion models um and I kind of just like looking at their style but then like kind of making it my own what celebrities Um, do you look to um so my main ones I would probably say Emma Chamberlain oh yeah that makes sense I would have actually guessed that are you fucking kidding me (laughs) oh my god (laughs) yeah I'd say Emma Chamberlain SZA and then Rianne Van Rompuy she's like a high fashion model Rianne Van Rompuy I don't know this girl sorry she she has similar color of hair as me she's really pretty and she like honestly has just like a great personality like she's really really funny oh I'm looking at her now um but yeah I guess like from those three are kind of like my main ones but I also will just like go on random things like like Pinterest or whatever like I'll kind of see what's like trending Mm -hmm. and go off that but um I don't know I guess like I used to like think like oh I could only wear certain colors or whatever because like I have red hair um but as I've gotten older I basically just like I've totally thrown that out the window I wear whatever color I want to wear now unless like I do have (laughs) one color of dress that looks absolutely horrid on me I look like a corpse in it but it's like this really light blue it's like almost a gray and I had like pink flowers on it and I put it on I don't know what it was about it but it definitely made me look like I was you ever done your like color analysis um I haven't you've asked me that before um I've like you explained it to me once and I was like oh yeah because I feel like I've kind of done it in the past um but I feel like my colors are kind of like I feel like I'm warm tones but I'm also like cold tones Mm -hmm. if that makes sense you know so I think your skin is cold but your hair is warm exactly so sometimes it can be kind of kind of weird but I am like branching out too with like makeups and stuff like I just ordered like a like a sparkly purple eyeshadow I'm really excited to try fun Um, I've been wearing that yeah because I I like looked it up like oh makeup that looks good on redheads and it's like oh purple eyeshadow and I'm like let's give it a try <laughs> be fun guys if you don't know emma which i'm sure you do because she makes a huge splash she is very ginger she's very ginger very ginger that's played her her whole life <laughs> <laughs> it's been something she has had to suffer and deal with <laughs> since childhood <laughs> so have a little sympathy for her <laughs> okay no she's got beautiful beautiful hair every time we're out and about someone's like you have the prettiest hair and I'm just sitting here with my little short strands and that dishwater blonde (laughs) no you have pretty hair too I love your hair oh 
please. And I love it that it's short. Like it always looks really good. And when you have it curly, it looks so cute. Thank you. I well, glad you said that because I'm growing it back out. <laughs> I don't know. Did I cut it? <laughs> I'm between haircuts. Um, what was I gonna say though? Uh, da, 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 hair color. Oh my god! Real quick, quick, quick tangent. I went to Sephora today after I went into work to like pick some stuff up, and I swear I've never gone to Sephora looking good. <laughs> I always like go Has on anybody. Day. I feel like every time I go in Sephora. I look horrible like and not even just saying like not wearing makeup it's like I'm will be like in the midst of like a breakout or something while not wearing makeup and then like I don't know what it is like Like, why do you think I'm going there looking good thank you okay that makes me feel really good because I never have and so guys it's a Friday but I have the day off but I still have to go into work because my job is like hell and but I wore like a weird old sweatshirt like covered in cat hair I didn't realize it had cat hair all over it till I got to work um and then I (laughs) this like lawyer came into my office and I thought the door was locked and it wasn't it really caught me off guard but I'm like oh hi counsel I'm sorry I was like I'm in my sweats today and he's like no it's I like it it's cool I like your sweatshirt and I looked down it's like covered in hair I'm like get out of here you sick freak <laughs> you're like really <laughs> he's like it's very cozy I like it I like and like my hair is like greasier than it's ever been yeah but I go to Sephora in that outfit and I like walked there from work so I, I was wearing my parka so I get in there it's like 80 degrees it's cooking hot so I'm sweating <laughs> and this like hairy sweatshirt my hair I I, I have not washed my hair since Monday that sounds really gross, you guys, but it's good for your hair not to wash it all the time. But it's greasy. No makeup. And the sales lady literally looked at me like I was like a naked mole rat or like with contempt. She's like, hi. <laughs> she was judgmental as fuck. And she was like older, but she was not very nice to me. <laughs> but like, here's what's like, I don't know. To me, like... I mean, I, like, really, honestly, like, I rarely wear makeup these Mm days. Um, Me neither, really. I just do a little light stuff. Yeah, like, I'll do, like, you know, like, a little bit of, like, eyebrow, maybe some blush. But, like, um, I'll, like, do, like, makeup if I'm, like, going out to something. But, like, to me, like, I have never been the type of person that's, like, judged someone for, like, not wearing makeup or being in, like, lounge around clothes you know what I'm saying like it's so weird that like because I've experienced that same thing going into Sephora I've gone with like no makeup and they're like do you need help with anything or are you like a beginner at this and I'm like don't talk to me <laughs> I'm with, like tattooed on like Anastasia Beverly Hills what's it called dip brow like God. the size of their fucking like middle finger width on their head and like so much foundation you could like poke a hole in it with your finger (laughs) it's like can I help you are you lost are you looking for something (laughs) (laughs) and then you get three products and it's 70 dollars but I digress anyway so your personal style you look to Emma Chamberlain you look to that model I think it's really fun and like 
I mean this in like the best way possible because I do think it's great. I think you dress like a kid sometimes, like an adult kid, which I think is very fun. Like, oh, I think no, you have a I very totally playful, <laughs> playful attitude towards dress. Like, I don't know, when we had Abby's bike bar birthday party is 90s theme. We had like a 90s theme birthday. Emma comes and she's got like a hot pink bucket hat. As I, maybe I'm wrong, but this is how I remember it. Like little weird pink sunglasses, like pink tie-dye crop top. And then she has all these old jeans of her mom's from like the 80s that are like high-waisted and like that great 80s fit, you know? And you look so cute. And then she has like tons of accessories all the time, which just looks like Got a, a lust for life and your style. Yeah. No, you you remembered the outfit actually perfectly. That, that like, so cute. Compliment. Yeah, no, I um I definitely like um like retro type things, like anything of my mom's, like any of her old jeans, or like she dug out this like light blue puffer vest and Ooh. was like, Emma, do you want this? And I'm like, hell yeah, yeah, I want that. Like that's so cool. I love statement pieces, I love accessories. Um to me, like I even like kind of like to like I would like I love dressing like I'm from the Swiss Alps sometimes. Oh, like, that's like fitted hats and bright colors. Like I think it's so fun. Did that totally like, make sense? Like, because you have tons of great, like fun colored outerwear. And I feel like you wear a lot of primary colors, which is fun too. It was funny because you said that last time and I hadn't even like I wasn't even like aware that I did that. And you're like, you wear a lot of primary colors. And I was like, I do wear a lot of primary colors. That's kind of funny. I, I mean, I can think that you have a yellow puffer coat, a red puffer coat, less blue, but you wear a lot of like warm primary colors. Yeah. And I, uh, what was I going to say? I, I love dressing retro, bright colors. Um, I guess like I never have seen myself as like, even as I like get older, I never want to dress like practical or like old ladyish ever in my oh, life like you no. know you see old ladies that still dress really like cute and like fun and trendy and I like want to be one of those people like oh, I never want to let my clothing like show my age ever no because I think that age is on your mindset and like I think that it's really kind of sad when you see women like that are barely 60 or whatever that like start dressing like their grandmother would yeah it's like have fun with your clothes especially now you know because you have such a constant influx of media and like inspiration yeah. like you can keep up with like the youngsters I mean you know how to be like Steve B- like Buscemi and that like picture was like hello fellow kids or <laughs> but like oh yes but you know you can dress young and just have fun with it I wanted to ask you because I was thinking I, of course, I'm kind of blanking, but my three words, I think, are probably, like, hmm, I would say, like, fun, sexy, and, like, posh, because I don't think I always dress that classic, but I yes. like to dress kind of, like, with some kind of country clubby accessories, or, like, I yes. like to wear, like, elevated sportswear kind of stuff, but I wanted to ask you, because I'm really into this trend right now that like Bella Hadid has been doing she's already kind of passed it you know micro trends but like bloke core because <laughs> yes. I feel like you do that too mm-hmm. like when you dress 
So guys, bloatcore to me is like when you dress like, um, I don't know. There's a photo shoot from the nineties that was um the lead singer of Oasis and the lead singer of Blur. And they are on a soccer field and it's like a promotional photo shoot. I think that maybe they were doing like a celebrity soccer match or something. They called it football because they're both British. But like, it's just like, I'm really tripping over my words, trying to figure out what I'm going to say. It's basically dressing like a boy or man from the 90s or 2000s from the UK that like is kind of casually into athletics. (laughs) yes and I, I feel, feel like you it. I feel like you sometimes dress like a rugby player too because your brother played rugby I feel like you've got like some nice kind of rugby shirt style things yes I love I love anything with a collar yes like I truly do I love anything with like thick stripes like yeah. things that are like blocky like that um I love how they made like old like crew neck sweatshirts and stuff or things with a collar because like Mm -hmm. they made like the cuffs and everything so nice on it and it's so thick and like so well so vibrant yeah and like you could just like wear it over and over and over again even as it fades it still looks really nice Uh uh-huh and like I'm so attracted to that look like I think it's so it's so cool and like I don't know I feel like my look's bounce around so much because like sometimes I want to dress like preppy sometimes I want to dress like sporty sometimes I want to dress like super girly and other times I want to dress like tomboy and I feel like your three words are really good for that then because like you don't want to be limiting you know because I like to because sometimes like my go-to kind of outfit is like an oversized like satiny men's shirt with like a lacy bra or like nothing underneath it and like maybe a skirt or maybe like jeans and heeled boots like that's like something I wear all the time but um sometimes I want to wear like an ironic t-shirt and like Uggs and like a mini mini skirt and like go out like that (laughs) right I love your style I think Uh, it is so fun I always every time I come to see you you always wear something that I'm like oh my gosh that's so cute like even when you dressed as um Uma Thurman for Halloween Thank you. I, I was obsessed with the coat you were wearing and it was oh, like a maroon crocodile style um like long length coat it was so cool and I love that coat and I was like you. I told you like 50 times that and I was like this is just a this is a great coat <laughs> I don't wear that coat enough oh my god I just want to like touch on that real quick because it's funny because Emma dressed as is it Sadie Sink is that her name Sadie I, yeah I think so the girl from Stranger Things, Max, Emma dresses her for Halloween one of the nights. And, um, she, you know, she's got the long red hair, but you basically just wore your normal clothes. So that's like the <laughs> like, eclectic retro. I didn't have to buy any clothes for that costume. Me neither. I, I didn't either. I bought a wig. I dressed as Uma Thurman in um, Pulp Fiction. So Mia Wallace. I wore my own clothes. She wore her own clothes. They were perfect costumes because, like, it was so low impact, so low effort. But the one thing that we did do is we put fake blood um, on our noses because, like, I'm ODing on heroin. Emma's being possessed by Vecna. (laughs) Um, And that's, like, a part of the costume. We go to the bars. (laughs) 
And this dumb ass fucking bouncer. This is Halloween weekend. Everyone is in costume. This bouncer is like, uh, just so you girls know, you have a little something on your faces. And like trying to be like subtle, like, oh yeah, maybe we did too much cocaine and we both have blood pouring out of our noses and neither of us are gonna say anything about it. And like multiple people came up to us, like this one dumb girl, like I don't think she was in a bunny costume, but she like had that kind of energy. She comes up to both of us and she goes, she like does the like finger under the nose subtle thing, like, um, you guys, like sniff, sniff, sniff. I'm like, it's part of the <laughs> costume, bitch. Her friend goes, Jessica, it's obviously part of our costumes. <laughs> She's like, oh, <laughs> just looking out. That was so funny. That was realistic looking blood, though. I have to say, I got that from Amazon for really cheap. And I was like, I don't know what this is going to be like, but. <laughs> Do you have more of it? Yeah, I have a, <laughs> I mean, it's like a <laughs> bottle like this big. I think that'll last me for Halloween's till I die. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, um, Emma's coming for her birthday next weekend, you guys, so you better wish her happy birthday but she's coming to stay with me for her birthday you should bring the fake blood and we could like play a prank on someone <laughs> oh my gosh i played a prank on my mom when i was a kid with fake blood oh god what did you do okay so it actually wasn't fake blood it was, it was real blood <laughs> red <laughs> it was real blood <laughs> it was red nail polish so me and my mom because when I was little, I was always on some shit. <laughs> Still yeah. am. And I was like, hey, mom. She's like, what? And I'm like, I bet I can scare you before you can scare me. Because it was getting close to Halloween. I don't remember how old I was. I'm going to throw out. Maybe I was like eight, I guess. And my mom's like, okay, deal. And we shook on it. <laughs> So anyways, I had this glorious idea of putting a bunch of red nail polish by one of my eyes and then <laughs> like a random time during the day, I held my eye. I got red nail polish on my hand and like, oh it my really God. did look like blood. I'm not even going to lie. Like it was really realistic. <laughs> and I was like, this is perfect. Dude, that's like sinister. I know, like it's horrible. I ran out of the bathroom, mom, and my mom's like, "What happened?" Because it was like it was a lot, <laughs> and I went, "Ha, gotcha!" <laughs> like horrifying. Dude, that <laughs> like, is like evil. It really, really is. Like I think back, and I'm like, "That was real intense." <laughs> And I sometimes I think back to like certain situations of like raising me. I'm like, my mom was so patient. I'm sure it was like the most joyful ride. I don't know. Like, I think it's so funny that that's like a scary thing to do. I did pranks often on my family. Like, like I can think of like three just off the top of my head right now. Like I was always doing something. But other ones okay so one time I <laughs> I did this elaborate prank I had this styrofoam cup okay so what happened okay so I had this styrofoam cup 
and I dug a hole. Okay, here's what. Okay, let me just start from the beginning. <laughs> we found a really big spider in the house. Okay, and we're like, oh my gosh, and we caught it and put it outside, right? So mm-hmm. I had the glorious idea of thinking, oh my gosh, I know what kind of prank I'm gonna pull on my parents. So I had this big styrofoam cup. I dug a little hole in the side of it with my finger. And then I went out, put it in the the big family room and I set it down and I set like some heavy books on top and I put a, a little sign on it that said, don't move giant spider underneath. <laughs> and then when my parents got home, I said, I was like, guys, there was a huge spider out in the family room. And I was like, but don't worry, I caught it. But <laughs> I was too scared to put it outside. And so my dad goes out in the other room <laughs> and he sees the hole in the side of the cup and he sees the sign that says, don't move, giant spider underneath. And when he brought it back in, he like looked at me and was like, was this the cup? And I was like, yo, where's the spider? <laughs> and my mom goes no way and I'm like (laughs) just like went along with the dolls like all right all right I pranked you guys and it was so stupid um (laughs) my other two stories I'll make them quick (laughs) in a long podcast my second one's fast but uh I took a sharpie and I drew a spider on the toilet paper roll but I did it like a couple in so that when they rolled it out then they would see the spider and like freak out but like obviously that didn't work good one Emma (laughs) and my last story is actually you in college Uh-oh. when we were sharing a two-man in theta do uh-huh. you remember when i hid in your armoire <laughs> and you came back from class and you started doing work on your computer and i waited like a solid five minutes before i flew open the doors and scared the living shit out of you and we got it on video um but I don't know like where it would would be and all you know what's so terrible I hate to say it I don't know if I remember that what you don't even know because like you were eating something and I took I took a recording of I was such an ass and I literally like flew open the doors went "Ah!" and you were like "Ah!" oh I would have been scared to death did I fall out of my chair? You didn't fall out of your chair, but you were so scared. Okay, well, I got to talk about time we pranked you then because that's just fair. Um, so Emma is like a little superstitious. Like, <laughs> what does he say in the office? Like, I'm not I'm a little superstitious. I'm not superstitious, but I am a I'm little. A little. Vicious. <laughs> so. We um had had a like kind of weird Ouija board encounter our freshman year. We like made a homemade one, like took it to the like woods and did it at night. And like our like weird ass diabolical evil roommate like 
raped it, but whatever. So Emma was freaked out by Ouija from that moment on. And our sophomore year, we're going to the game room of our sorority. Because it's so funny, like Emma and I have had the same path for so long. Like we met in fifth grade and then we're like roommates in a sorority get together. We're just like two peas in a pod. But um, there was a Ouija board we wanted to play. And the Ouija board was like made by like Hasbro or something. It was like a totally commodified like buy at Walmart Ouija board. (laughs) But we wanted to play it. And I was like, no, 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 no. I'm scared. I'm scared of Ouija boards. (laughs) So while Emma, I don't know if you're in the shower or what. But we went onto the sleeping porch, which is like where all the beds are in the sorority. And we went to Emma's bed and we replaced her pillow on her pillowcase with the Ouija board. (laughs) So so when she laid down at night and she put her head on the pillow, I guess it was like funk. How did you feel when you found it? I, okay. So like, I remember I was so tired. And I, like, went to lay down, and I, like, laid down kind of hard, and I literally just was, like, bonk, and I was, like, (laughs) what the hell? (laughs) And I, like, pulled it out, and I was, like, and it was funny because, like, I wasn't, like, oh, my God, I'm getting possessed. I was, like, all right, which one of you assholes? (laughs) And then I, like, obviously, like, ran out of the room and tried to see if any of you guys were still awake, but I don't think you were. See, I always thought that you were like ran out of the room and were like trying to get rid of the Ouija board. <laughs> I mean, I'm not gonna lie, I did try to get rid of it pretty quickly. I think I just threw it somewhere. Like, I think I threw it in like a cleaning closet or something. Like, yeah, here. I was just like, didn't want to deal with it. I'm like, wouldn't it have been crazy if you would have gone back to bed and it was like on your pillow again? Oh my gosh. I. I would have been a little spooked, I must say. Tonight, tonight you're going to lay your head down for the good rest, and there's going to be a Ouija board in your bed. Dude, I just got to say, like, this is, like, totally off topic, and then we can play the game. But do you ever meditate? Like, are you a meditator? I do meditate, yes. Okay, I got to put you on something, and it's going to sound nuts. And, like, maybe it's going to turn me into a Scientologist or something. I don't know. But I was listening to this podcast, the Skinny Confidential, his and hers podcast with Lauren Bostick and Michael, whatever. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I've listened to that podcast on and on for a couple of years, even though it's like pretty annoying. And they had a guest who's like this nutritionist that I follow, Mona Van, and she was talking about meditation. And she was like raving about these like meditations by this guy named Joe Dispenza. And she's like, I was reluctant to try it. I know it's kind of weird and woo-woo, but these meditations like completely changed my life and my outlook on stuff. And one of the hosts of the podcast was like, I don't know. I think it's pretty weird. I don't really like his meditations because it sounds like he's like talking to you from space. And she's like, I know it's like, seems so weird, but like literally changed my life. Like I've healed my gut through this and like (laughs) I've reached new goals and see myself differently. Like after listening to this meditation, blah, blah, blah. So I'm like, sign me up. So they have them on YouTube. <laughs> I've been doing them the past few days. <laughs> and like the shortest one is like half an hour. It's not like your typical meditation. Some of them are like hours long. And I haven't done that yet. But 
literally the YouTube like has visuals of like clouds in space like but you have your eyes closed and this man has like this echoing booming like godlike voice and he's like sit down and imagine your body in space (laughs) and i'm like okay and i am such a sucker for anything like you could fucking try to sell me on like eating paint and i would probably do it if you sold it hard enough like (laughs) (laughs) no but like i listen to this podcast and this meditation and he's like Think of yourself, like, who are you now? Imagine you looking at yourself as you're meditating and think of the decisions you made today. Think of what you didn't like, blah, blah, blah. It's like very reflective. And then he's like, feel your body changing. And he's like, think of the, of who you want to be. You are a manifestation of your future self and what decisions do your future self want you to make and stuff. It was really weird. He's like, your new life starts today. <laughs> it sounds ho- so hokey. You're like, eye roll. But anyway, when <laughs> it was interesting done, sounding though. when it was done, I literally like felt like I had been reborn after like one session. Again, completely sober, not on anything. Maybe a little sleep deprived, <laughs> but like. I suggest you guys check it out and like I know it sounds like I'm putting you on something weird but they're um just go on YouTube and look up Joe Dispenza meditation I've done the evening one and the morning one and if you're wanting to transform your life (laughs) you're like that's where you start that's where you start dude I know that it sounds hokey I know it sounds stupid and it is kind of weird because it is like this voice talking to you from space but it's like your brain like you can like feel your brain waves because you're like focusing on your breath for so long and you're just like listening to this man tell you like everything that you can be and that you can put like do anything you set your mind to if you like get rid of your like bad habits and stuff wow it's crazy sounds cool i'll try it out <laughs> you're like, try anything <laughs> once. like Camille, why are you telling me this right now because i'm excited about it <laughs> No, I actually really, I do like meditating. Um, I've recently been like looking at different like meditations on like Spotify and stuff. Oh, and yeah. I definitely feel like it helps me sleep at night for sure. Have you ever done um Headspace? I have until they took away the free trials. <laughs> they don't have free trials anymore? No, not for anything. Because they used to like, I remember when it was like, when we were thick in the pandemic, like in 2020. Mm-hmm. Um they had like all they opened up all the things on like the free trials like you could do like 10 sessions for free and there was like a sleeping one and all this stuff Mm -hmm. and now nothing's free nothing's free there's no such thing as a free lunch I love headspace I actually pay for headspace but to be honest a lot of the time I've been doing it basically every day for like four years so like it's kind of feels like just going through the motions now Mm -hmm. which is why I like this this weird Scientology-esque one I've been doing. <laughs> I'm not going to become a Scientologist, you guys. I promise. But Church of Scientology, if you're listening, I like you guys. Please don't hunt me down. 
<laughs> please don't track me and oh, love. <laughs> I love Scientology you guys have the best ideas <laughs> you're it's not scary weird. at all <laughs> no way <laughs> you're not batshit bananas not at all honestly viewing recommendation that's not the Joe Dispenza meditation watch the South Park Scientology episode if you haven't it. it is funny as hell and it like explains all of what Scientology is which when you're a member, like, like when you become a Scientologist, like you don't know what Scientologists actually believe, like their core system until you've like given them like $100,000. And then it's literally like lizards came down from space and like, <laughs> do some Googling, watch the episode if you don't know. I don't know all of it, but it is the... It's like if you asked like five children to write like a science fiction book and then put them together, like did one sentence, one sentence, one sentence from each child. That is like the doctrine of Scientology. It's bananas. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm going off on my tangent. Emma, would you like to play the game? Would I? Yes. (laughs) Okay. So, listeners, if you made it through my crazy meditation talks and Scientology talks and all of our inside jokes, we have finally gotten to the part of the game that everyone looks forward to. Podcast, not game. The part of the podcast everyone looks forward to. You're just dying to do it. It's the question game. Um, A little forefront. We do this in every episode um, because kind of like the uniting thing about smoking porches and therefore the uniting thing about this podcast called smoking porch is like the crazy off the wall conversations that you have with people so i invite all of my guests to draw three questions from this jar of colorful questions that i have some of them were written by me some of them were written by former guests and they had to answer it on air um and if you don't feel comfortable answering it which i think you should But if you don't, you can donate $25 to Planned Parenthood instead. And then I'll just judge you forever. If you don't. If you don't have the balls to do it, man. Okay. Are you ready? Oh, I'm ready. Okay. Your color options, Emily. Green. Really? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, how Irish of you. Thank you. Okay. Green. Oh. What is your favorite comedy movie and why? That's a good one for you. That is a good question. Oh my goodness. Okay. Well, Zoolander's always like, like that, that one is always like in the forefront of my mind for sure. Of course. Um, that one's a great one. Just because, I don't know, I love the sense of humor. I've watched that movie since I was a little kid, like, with my whole family, like, multiple times. So every time I watch it, I guess it makes me, like, super nostalgic. Uh-huh. Um, okay, besides love, Zoolander. love Owen Wilson. Me too. I love Owen Wilson. They're so funny. Um, but I do those weird meditations, I feel like, Owen Wilson in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> you should. <laughs> it's, no, it's the truth. Okay, besides Zoolander... What um, besides Zoolander, I guess That's another awesome. one that just like popped into my mind immediately 
and probably because we used to watch it all the, all the time together but horrible bosses <laughs> i knew it i knew it that movie is so funny like it really is like it is so funny and i was just thinking i was like i need to rewatch that movie Dude, um and it was it. it's like always like so funny because like i guess like i feel like me and you always like watch movies and then like almost like attribute the characters to ourselves which is kind of funny <laughs> we would Sorry, a little inner narcissism, I think. Because it was yes. you, me, and Mackenzie. And we attributed the characters to ourselves. She was Jason Bateman. I was Jason Sudeikis. Mm-hmm. I love Jason Sudeikis. <laughs> and you were Charlie Day, again. Because I really do think you have immense Charlie Day energy, obviously. I take that as a compliment. <laughs> I think it's a great thing. <laughs> It is a compliment. That movie is so funny. And I don't know. I don't want to say I feel like it's overlooked, but I feel like you don't hear about it very much. Yeah, I do too. Comedy movies and, are so amazing. Um, I guess for like, I'm just going to blanket this, but any movie with Will Ferrell or Danny McBride <laughs> or James Franco, I'm always going to like it. <laughs> like, I really truly am. I mean, I love Will Ferrell. I love his facial expressions. He's so funny. I'm quite certain that <laughs> Will Ferrell, like, is the only person that can have, like, the shittiest writing in the world and still come across as so funny. Yeah. And he was your first sex dream. <laughs> I have completely forgotten about that. Yes. For the audience, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> sorry to reveal but i think it's the funniest thing ever honestly i think it is hilarious and i'm pretty sure i had it in like high school so. yeah you were pretty young emma's first sex dream was will ferrell you guys and did he have like the weird little like taco meat hair on his chest or was he like wearing clothes or <laughs> i can't remember the details of it because it was so long ago but i'm pretty sure it was all like correct like it was all as you would see in the movies that that's hilarious besides my like knuckles the echidna story that i brought up last night i don't think i remember my first sex dream but i think it would be like this is kind of a side topic but i think it would be really weird if will ferrell was in like really good shape like i I hate that right like isn't it weird it like doesn't feel right and I feel like he would be less attractive if he was, like, in really good shape. No. I mean, maybe in this episode, you and I are just, like, coming out as chubby chasers or something. But, like, I don't <laughs> I really shrug. I don't know. But I think it's weird when comedians are, like, in really good shape. Honestly. Like, when Jonah Hill lost weight, that was kind of odd. And, like, that um one guy that was, like, in the big sick, like, Kamal Najil or whatever the Indian actor now he's like really ripped in kind of a creepy way and like oh really yeah have you not looked him up google him look look up like I don't know how to I think it's k-u-m-a-i-l is his first name but google it it says like 2022 or 2023 or shirtless shirtless is probably what you want to see because it's like kind of not what you want to see at the same time because he was like cute and funny and now he's like looks like a wolverine look at those (laughs) i hate that (laughs) it's not right i don't like that like isn't that weird though 
no one can look like that and be funny or like chill at any in any way like he's like busting out he's got like veins coming out of his shoulder muscles and biceps it's like you're way too ripped honestly now that i think about it i've never seen like a ripped comedian uh, i mean they're like, comedians are like, like oh, there's lots of ripped comedians i'm like oh well. no i don't know i mean there's I some that are like in good shape but not like ripped like that but I think he like went the Marvel route, which also disgusts me. Like I hate Marvel movies. Oh my gosh, that's what I okay. Do you like Keanu Reeves? Yeah, uh, yes, I do. There was this thing that was like, um, he got asked to be, he turned down all of like the million dollar offers to be in Marvel movies. But the moment he got asked to be in the SpongeBob SquarePants movie, he immediately said yes. <laughs> That, that's so attractive and, to me and me too and like I loved hearing that because like I've always like kind of liked him I'm not saying he's a good actor because he's not, no, he's not. and he acts the same in every single movie I I watched a movie with him where he played a domestic abuser that was oh a- yeah that would change things for me for sure I mean he wasn't hot for that reason but like he was like more muscly he was like playing a redneck it's kind of an interesting role for him huh that is interesting i mean i'm not saying he hasn't been in a lot of bad movies because quite frankly i can't think of a good movie he's ever been in um like point break isn't a good movie <laughs> i mean i guess no <laughs> it's, it's not cheesy <laughs> It's very and I feel like he just plays the same role in every movie he's ever been in. It's kind of like Nicolas Cage. It's I, like I they love just play themselves in every movie, but it's okay, you know. You, um, I am not like a Nicolas Cage diehard like some people are, but have you seen Moonstruck with him and Cher? No, I haven't. Like, I recommend that so much. Like, I recommend that more than the Joe Dispenza podcast. <laughs> meditation it it is a beautiful wonderful movie and it's so romantic and I'm not even like a huge share person either but it's sharing Nicolas Cage and it's like such an interesting film and like so romantic I'm pretty sure I cried it's a very good movie and Moonstruck you've probably like seen like images from it like you know on like aesthetic movie accounts kind of thing right it's really good I should I recommend Okay, darling, are you ready for question number two? Yes. Purple. <laughs> All right, babe. while I shake it around, I gotta tell you, Coco, um, my black cat, Coco, Coco is digging my pants out of my drawer again. I can hear her doing it. Who is not surprised? I kind of love it because I love when animals do things that they feel like is like their daily task they need to do yeah well she doesn't feel like coco almost like i mean yeah she probably does it a little bit to annoy you but it's kind of like i love the idea of her walking up to your perfectly clean drawers and going i just dug all these pants out yesterday (laughs) (laughs) now i have to do it again (laughs) okay that's a really good point because she did do it yesterday too um listeners if you're not familiar i've talked about it a couple times in past episodes but my little tiny black cat coco reaches into this like opening in my pants drawer and she reaches her skinny little arm in there and she yanks my pants out with her claws she starts with the yoga pants which I feel like are like an easy feat for her and then she moves on to jeans she usually doesn't get the jeans 
all Honestly, the way impresses me like I feel like I I wouldn't even be upset at that point I'd be like how it's funny I've yeah. never been like upset like sometimes it's, it's kind of annoying because it like isn't good for my pants but sometimes I'll like look at her and she'll like have ripped out one time she pulled out 12 pairs of pants <laughs> oh my gosh she must have been out of her hours <laughs> No, she's out of for like 20 minutes. She's just like really efficient at it now. <laughs> that is so funny. She's adorable. Okay, question number two. I, I'm not going to find it back. I feel like these are like exactly what we've been talking about this podcast, but who is your favorite fashion designer? Oh, my favorite fashion designer? Yeah, these are like very topical questions. This is funny. Who's your favorite designer? um you name multiple or like who are you liking right now can I tell you what design I'm hating right now yes I hate the new campaign for Louis Vuitton it is so try hard it's in it just look it up okay I'm going to their Instagram right now look up what they're doing to their purses <laughs> oh no oh god and, the, the dots the paint dots with bella hadith yes. i know what you're i about. feel <gasps> like oh this is hitting the designers were just lazy and now they're trying so hard to make it deeper than it is and it's just not and i hate oh my it god i agree I with hate you. It. and watch the videos of like all of like the celebrities and the models that they're hiring to like campaign it these are so ugly oh my god isn't that the worst thing you've ever seen because i saw the one of bella and i thought maybe it's just like a one-off this is hideous you guys i don't even like polka dots in the first place i know you don't and i was like i gotta discuss this with camille at some point so what a better time bad i'll put this on the instagram but you guys this is like when, when I was in fourth grade, my mom went to a purse party. Do you remember those? Like when ladies would have purse parties? Like Yes. And I got like, I'm sure a fake Kate Spade, but it was like a little bag and it had multicolored pink and red polka dots. And it was really cute for a fourth grader at the time. <laughs> but this is so weird. I don't want style to go this way. You guys, it's literally like, Louis Vuitton like emblem monogram they're like normal bags like you know they do for their luggage with red blue yellow green and white paint polka dots on it oh it's it's horrifying it's hideous I'm just gonna take a picture of the grid and like post a picture of that grid because it looks so bad like I literally feel like the design team like was really lazy and they put forth this this design and they were like well maybe it's so bad that we can make it work and it's like no like that was a lazy design and it looks horrible and it is so bad and like even like the music like that they pair with them like where they're like sitting and they have these dots all floating around them and they're like doing this with their hands and like waving all the dots around and I really hate it I really hate it. Dude, I hate I hate that too. I thank you for exposing me to that bullshit. I saw Bella's video and I was like, okay, whatever. I don't love it. But yikes. That is just really bad. Is there anything you're really liking right now? Um, I mean, I always really like Gucci. 
Mm-hmm. Like I always like the designs for it. I like the color scheme they choose. Gucci makes a lot of sense for you. I like how the thing, like I, I always love how the items of clothes fit. Um, I'm a big, like, I either like things fitting like really oversized or I like them fitting like tight. And usually I do like a type of clothing that's like either all loose or I do like a tight top with like loose bottoms or like vice versa. I feel like Gucci, um, they do so much layering and you wear layers. Um, Alessandra Michelle just stepped down as creative director though. So I wonder, I mean, I'm sure they're going to keep virtually the same, I, you know, ideas, right? it might get switched up a little bit. I don't know. Yeah. But Gucci makes a ton of sense for you. Oh God. I hate that Louis Vuitton shit. I really do. (laughs) I'm sorry. It's going to plague you. I didn't expect it to be so bad. It's really, it's really bad. And like the longer you look at it, the more you realize that they're just like trying to make it seem a lot more like in depth of a design than it is and it irritates it's really it literally crazy. looks like miss frizzle or something yeah like, it's so like it's like embarrassing <laughs> like louis vuitton you should i think it's nicolas gesquier is doing louis, louis vuitton right now but if it is you should be ashamed of yourself <laughs> okay question number three We've been going a long time. I don't want to stop talking to you, but I'll see you next weekend. Um, what color would you like, my darling? Pink. Pink? Okay. Okay. Go in here. Oh, there's a fun one. Um, what is your type? This is the most topical three questions I ever could have pulled. But I don't think your type is limited to the type of man that we were talking about earlier today. Oh my gosh, this is so funny. Okay. I swear to God, these aren't rigged questions. There's like a hundred that I... um... I would say my type... Be honest. (laughs) Oh yeah, no, I'm not going to try to save myself on this one. (laughs) Funny confident and sporty I would say like that describes my type pretty well um it's typically the type that I go for um yeah I would say that that probably physically Emma what's my um okay so (laughs) honestly I feel like I I do go for blondes a lot like if they're blonde I'm like oh my gosh I don't know why I just like I am a fan of blondes love them <laughs> not to miss like, Freud about this <laughs> yeah like and I don't know but like I'm not really like like I have dated like a lot of brunettes as well um but I guess for me it's kind of like if they're a blonde that's just like a like the a plus added bonus that's one nice thing about emma and my like very long friendship is we have very different types so it's pretty rare unless it's your grace in the cafeteria that we're like thirsty right. for the same boy like, unless it's like an undeniable like your grace situation where we're <laughs> like i mean come on look at him <laughs> i wonder what your grace is up to maybe he's a secret listener I don't know. Do you think that you'll ever like, do you think you'll have your type forever? Do you think you'll grow out of it? 
I already find myself growing out of my type. Ooh, me too. Um, me too. It's funny because, like, I mean, when you're young, you obviously like automatically go to like physical attributions, like, oh, well, are they good looking? Like, do they have a nice body? All this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and as I'm getting older, I care so much less about all of that, and I care more about like our values aligning and like honestly for me as I'm aging I really seek someone who feels safe to me Mm -hmm. like someone I can like always like rely on and someone that I feel like I don't have to carry them along because like they're doing well themselves you Mm -hmm. know and so it's like and I also like look for things like you know, like, I really want to be with someone who's like honest and loyal and, you know, like genuinely cares about other people, you know, like, and is selfless. Um, Those things are like, definitely, I look for that so much more now as I'm getting older and I have like way less restrictions of like, oh, well they do this, whatever. It's like, I six one and six, one and under need not apply. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I mean, like, you know, people have their checklists and all right but like that's just not my thing and I'm so much more about like people's like energy and like how they make me feel like so it's like if I'm not feeling like if they make me feel bad all the time then I don't want to pursue that anymore like I'm not want to do like the cat and chase sort of thing anymore oh god I'm so tired of like the idea of playing games yeah like I'm like off all the dating apps because I hate them and like I don't want to date anyone in Spokane (laughs) but like I was talking to my friend who like is on the apps friend of the pod Abby to be honest and the way that she was talking about like these men and how they message her and like the bullshit that they pull and like not leaving her alone or like stopping messaging her in the middle of the you know or like asking the like weird lame getting to know you questions like that just Sounds so I can't repulsive. even like mm-hmm. honestly bring myself to small talk with people anymore like <laughs> I just can't do it I'm like honestly I'm like very pulled back right now from everything I don't really know why but I just feel like when the right thing comes whether it's a job or a move or a relationship or what like it's gonna come I don't have to like beg to find it you know right and like you don't have to force it either you know what I'm saying like that's like for me like I haven't been on the dating apps for a while because I'm just like it's terrible I guess and like I saw this thing that was like think about the things you seek for in another person and then become those things mm-hmm. and that's like great advice so it's like yes. if you want to find someone successful and someone that has their life together then you need to start becoming successful and like really like having your life together you know it's so funny that you say that because I have this journal that I do every day and I love it. Um, it's the like Sammy Clark join form daily journal. Yeah, plug it. But I've been doing it. I've bought two of them. Like I love it. I fill it out every day. But the quote today I think was literally you are what you attract. And like, I want to be like my best self. So I attract a life and a partner that's like the best self for me. Have you seen um, Midsummer? Did you ever watch that? I haven't oh (laughs) it's like kind of random to bring up but when you were talking about security and stuff there's a scene where like this Swedish guy is talking to Florence Pugh her main character about her boyfriend 
and he like i mean it's a scary movie but this isn't really a scary scene he's like do you feel held by him does he feel like home to you i'm like i think about that all the time that's oh, how yeah. I feel. i want to feel held by someone absolutely <laughs> and i like i was even watching like so i was just like re-watching old episodes of new girl mm-hmm. the other day and now I'm like gonna totally blank on his name but um when Jess starts dating the older really mature guy yeah like has his life together what is that actor's name isn't it like Dermot Mulroney (laughs) I think it is I don't know but I have like the biggest crush on him ever I think that is his name and he's gorgeous hold on like he's always been yeah it's Dermot Mulroney that's a terrible name (laughs) always been one of those actors that like he will never be ugly to me like I feel like even as he ages like he almost just like gets better he's gorgeous I I think Um, most men do honestly but in that show like her friend Cece was saying the reason you are like freaking out about dating him is because you don't have to take care of him Mm. he can take care of himself and he can take care of you and like you're always used to dating people that you have to take care of yeah and like I was like that like totally resonates with me you know like I'm just like wow like you know if I did start dating you know someone older whatever Mm -hmm. like that like was already taking care of themselves like because that wasn't something that I ever really like I guess thought about before like thought about who I had dated in the past you know yeah I I totally agree I feel like for me I was always kind of like playing therapist in a way or like trying I don't know I just think it was my insecurity manifesting and like the people that I pursued or like my relationships but like I'd always be following up and asking if they're okay and asking if they needed anything and like like delving into their problems you know and now I'm at the point where I would never put that on someone else and maybe that's just my own personal growth but it's like gotta attract that same wavelength you know absolutely and I think that now both of us are at the point where we don't want to take care of someone anymore if anything right. we want to be taken care of mm-hmm. <laughs> um this is like so random but have did you ever did you, it's like a newer ish movie it's a comedy have you seen the movie office Christmas party I don't think that I have ah, damn it. Jason Bateman's the main character and Jennifer Anderson's also in it Oh my gosh, now I need to watch It's it. actually pretty good. Like, it's stupid. It's kind of like The Hangover, but, like, Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's this guy in it that I, I really wish you would have seen the movie, because I think you would love him. Um, I'll text him to you. Well, I don't know. But anyway, there's this guy. He's, like, not my traditional, like, physical type, but he plays Jennifer Aniston's br- brother and, like, the boss of the company. And he's so, like, lighthearted and kind. And, like, he's kind of immature, but... I don't know. I feel like we're at the age when I think we're just both growing. We're growing. We're changing. I've known you for 15 years, so (laughs) I think that we can say that. You know, but I think that ultimately we just want what's best for ourselves at this point, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And, like, I think it's a beautiful thing. I've really enjoyed growing up with you obviously and like watching yeah I mean of course I mean we've come a long way and I know that we'll only just continue to go farther you know 
we have and it's like I don't know it's like it's honestly so like endearing to grow up with someone because Mm -hmm. like you've seen each other at your best and you've definitely seen each other at your worst and like all your awkward phases and like trying to figure life out and I don't know it's like a crazy concept to me like I feel like I I know you so well and we've grown up together and like I don't know like we're so close and it's like it's kind of sweet to like see someone grow and like see like especially like you see how far like you've come Mm-hmm. and like just like your growth and maturity and way of thinking it's like it's really cool to watch yeah I I've really loved it and I think that I don't see anything possibly driving us apart like we've made it this far so no way <laughs> no, no, so we're, just be, we're just gonna be friends forever unbreakable <laughs> unbreakable <laughs> okay my darling Emma we've been talking for like two hours <laughs> Oh man, it has been two hours. I know, and we even started late too. Okay. Um, but before I go, I just want to say that like my favorite thing about this podcast, besides like it being a dream of mine and whatever, is I love having these conversations recorded with friends so that I can like revisit in the future. Because like even though I might be exposing embarrassing and or like regrettable things that I say on here, like of course I am, whatever. It's really, it's a really fun, like, snapshot in time. And, like, I have, so far I have 13 conversations with friends. They're, like, natural, genuine conversations that are going to exist forever, you know? So we can reference this. I know. It's really nice because, like, not to get morbid, but, like, you never know what life's going to do or what things are going to change, you know? So to have, like, this two-hour conversation with Emma Kelly that everyone else can listen to too (laughs) it's a beautiful thing I feel really blessed to have it um okay do you have anything that you want to promote my darling VA energy baby (laughs) VA energy this whole time you've been listening to us reminisce and not make sense you could have been drinking a V8 (laughs) oh man um the only thing I want to pr- promote is this beautiful podcast that my longest best friend and dearest best friend has started. Um, I'm really proud of you, actually. Like, I'm really proud of you because so many people, uh-huh. especially me, talk about starting things and uh-huh. like doing things. Um, and we never get around to it. And so it's really cool that you like you took the leap and you're figuring it out and it's awesome like it's awesome to watch that so keep doing it like because that's amazing and a lot of people can't say that they do that or they reach for their dreams so thank you you know I mean it seems like a fun right fit for me right now I'm really enjoying it I'm glad I went for it too you know life's short do what you want to do um with that glowing review you guys I just want to remind you all thank you so much for listening I do want to keep making this so if you could tell your friends like subscribe um rate me five stars even even if you don't feel like it (laughs) just kidding I know my worth I know I'm worth five stars and my guests are five stars too Emma, um, one thing I also want to promote is it's Emma's birthday, January 17th. And this episode is coming out the 16th. So, Ooh. motherfuckers, you best believe 
you better be wishing that Emma Kelly a wonderful birthday. And she and I are going to paint the town red next weekend. I'm so, so excited. If you're downtown Spokane, come say hello. But otherwise, I'm going to let you go. Um, I love you so much. I'm so glad you finally got your own episode. I'm manifesting lots of Otesla men in your future. <laughs> As I am for you. <laughs> um, Hey, Skylar from the dorms, your grace. Look us up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Bye, Emma Love. Thank Bye, you Camille. so much. Bye. You. Bye.